This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk, the whole edition, with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis on Pulse 95. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is the one and only place where we bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets, and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world is being discussed right here on Pulse95. But this is Future Talk with a little bit of a twist. Hani and I are coming to you from the comfort of our own home to make sure that you are also staying home and being entertained during your quarantine period. Coming up, we're going to be discussing WhatsApp and how they're going to be integrating with messenger rooms. Mark Zuckerberg has big plans to integrate WhatsApp and Facebook into one platform, and we're going to be telling you all about it. Yes, and we're also going to be talking about conspiracy theories. Now, I am a fan of conspiracy theories, but not this one, as we are going to be talking about how 5G coronavirus conspiracy theories have led to 77 mobile towers that were burned in the UK. Now, uh, this is horrible, ladies and gentlemen. This is not Mm -hmm. a nice news story, but... (laughs) I mean, uh, what can we do? Some people do believe conspiracy theories, but Omnia, we're also going to be talking about Twitter and how they're going to start labeling COVID-19 tweets that make misleading claims. Yes, indeed. Twitter is fighting misinformation, especially when it comes to this pandemic. And we all know how people love circulating fake news. But in our Tech This Out segment, we're going to be talking all about augmented reality because there are new contact lenses that are currently being manufactured that will basically turn your eyes into your new smartphone. Gone are the days where we need to check our phones to find out what notifications we have. So you got to stay tuned to find out about it. Yes, indeed. And we're also going to be talking about a new online coffee store that has launched in the UAE. Now, for all you coffee lovers, as I am a coffee lover myself, this is near amazing because you're going to be having a virtual barista. And uh, who doesn't like something that has to do with coffee and virtual reality? So we have a lot in store coming up. We're going to be taking a short break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about what's up in 5G and a a little bit of conspiracy theories. So stay tuned right here only on Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. To kickstart off Wednesday, we're going to be talking about what's up and how they're going to integrate with Messenger Room. Now, Omnia did tell you guys that Mark Zuckerberg owns WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger. And Facebook did launch a video conferencing tool, which is called Messenger Rooms, last month to take on Zoom and other video platforms. But now, a news report has claimed that Messenger Rooms shortcut will soon be available on Facebook-owned WhatsApp's web version. Absolutely. And this shortcut for Messenger Room was spotted on the WhatsApp web version 2.2. This is going to enable all of us as users of WhatsApp the ability to connect with our friends and family via the Messenger Rooms, whether we're you know accessing it from our PCs or even our laptops. Now, all this, all this shortcut uh, is going to be appearing under the Attach button, along with many other options. However, this new version has not been rolled out to all users yet. 
in your WhatsApp web and desktop update because it is still under development. However, the new feature is going to be available to all of us WhatsApp users through future updates. Uh, Hani and I talked to all of you about uh, Facebook announcing Messenger Rooms last month. And these rooms were definitely competing with Zoom's popularity because they were allowing group videos of up to 50 people. But here's the catch. They had no time limit. Now, we all know with Zoom, you tend to have this like 40-minute time limit. So Facebook wanted to play on that factor. People can create a room right from Messenger or Facebook, and you can basically invite anyone to join the video call, even if they don't have a Facebook account. In Facebook Messenger rooms, users can post any links uh, to their news feeds or even to any groups or events pages. So it's all honestly kind of like a rival game because Mark Zuckerberg is basically uh, competing with Zoom's popularity. But at the end of the day, the user knows best. So slide into our DMs yeah. at Pulse95Radio. Let us know, are you a favorite, is, is Zoom your favorite video chat platform or is it Facebook Messenger? But but Zoom did fire back when uh, they did know that Messenger was going to have these Messenger rooms with no mm-hmm. time limit. And then Zoom added that feature where mm-hmm. you cannot have a time limit as well. You're going to have an open time limit. But let's talk about conspiracy theories. <laughs> now I'm a fan, Omnia, of conspiracy theories. But oh, I know. we're going to be, yeah. I'm a big fan, but we're going to be talking about 5G coronavirus conspiracy theory. Now, the conspiracy theory is, ladies and gentlemen, that 5G does cause the coronavirus because ever since the start of 5G, Mm -hmm. uh, apparently uh, they think that 5G is transmitting waves and you're getting a virus from some some propaganda, some weird monkey loony stuff that people were talking about i personally think that anyone who believes it is uh, is not okay in the head but that conspiracy is false now radio waves cannot cause a virus now facebook youtube and twitter have all committed to taking down misinformation and the uk carriers have also asked people to stop burning mobile towers and the uk's national medical director actually called the 5g conspiracy theory complete and utter rubbish and i'm 100 percent with that you know. na- national medical director now the interesting thing is what people tend to believe is uh, split into two ends so some of them tend to believe that 5g is basically causing covid19 or the coronavirus or uh, other people tend to believe that the radiation from 5g can actually weaken your immune system to the point that you would be easily infected by the coronavirus which is actually quite as you mentioned danny absolutely you know out of this world to believe in however other people tend to believe that uh, the telecom authorities so let's say it's a lot and do are basically spreading the respiratory virus COVID-19 other people tend to believe that there is actually no coronavirus no COVID-19 and that all what we see on the news and all the testing that we hear famous people are getting are basically all part of some form of virtual reality that is being sent to us through 5G yes Omnia and uh, I mean it's, it's, it's a tragedy that people are so desperate that they need to blame someone or something and they're blaming 5G I mean there's a lot of other people in other countries to blame but let's not get into that but we're going to be taking a short break and when we come back we're going to be talking about twitter and misinformation that this type of misinformation did lead to these conspiracy theories and the burning of 5g we're going to be talking about how twitter is starting to combat this misinformation so stay tuned right here only on pulse 95 pulse 95 pulse 95 all around what's worth a click and download pulse 95 
This is an app that I'm pretty sure a lot of people have on their phones. We're talking all about Twitter, but Twitter is actually fighting COVID-19 in the only way that it knows best, which is by fighting fake news. And this is only one example of what many tech companies have done. And many tech companies have taken a lot of steps to fight misinformation and fake news about this pandemic. Now, we all know that especially on Twitter, there can be a lot of fake COVID-19 claims. And this is exactly why the social media giant announced that it was going to start alerting all of us users whenever a tweet makes any misleading claims about the coronavirus. So a few days ago, Twitter support actually tweeted that the information you see on Twitter should be accurate and reliable. And that's exactly why they're going to be expanding their use of tweet labels and warnings so that they can address all of those misleading information. Yes, Omnia. Now, we just did talk about uh, the coronavirus conspiracy theories and uh, what mainly led to these conspiracy theories was misinformation. We've seen Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, a lot of uh, big social media platforms and social networking actually trying to combat this misinformation. And Twitter has also joined the fight. And uh, I mean, it's very important uh, to kind of... uh, not uh, read everything and believe everything mm-hmm. you ta- you read online. And Omni and I have talked about this day in and day out. And there are actually too many COVID-19 claims on Twitter and misinformation about the coronavirus pandemic, which was shared on that site. Now, the new move is the latest wave in stricter policies that tech companies are rolling out to confront the outbreak of virus-related misinformation on their sites. Now, many tweets, and who doesn't know what tweets is, or tweets are basically people who use Twitter, uh, did share news reports while asking how Twitter will decide what to label and what not to. Now, Twitter did explain in a blog post that it will take a case-by-case approach to how it decides which tweets are labeled and will only remove posts that are harmful. Now, while some tweets will run with a label underneath that directs users to a link with additional information about COVID-19, other tweets might be covered entirely by a warning label that does alert the user that some or all of the content shared in this tweet Mm -hmm. is conflict with guidance from public health experts regarding COVID-19. And the warning labels actually might direct users to curated tweets, public health websites, or even news articles. Now, we've seen this on YouTube as well, Omnia. Mm-hmm. Any title or any uh, description that has coronavirus, COVID-19, or whatever, uh, but under the YouTube video will be a link to a government or, uh, or, or, or I believe it's the World Health Organization yeah. website. And uh, Twitter has went as far as saying that they'll even um, uh, uh, kind of um, not mute tweets, but label tweets, even uh, if it comes from the U.S. President Donald Trump, Mm. uh, (laughs) if he does put misinformation about coronavirus, because we saw, I think it was last week or the week before. He was actually uh, criticizing Twitter for spreading misinformation. He was was criticizing Twitter when he himself actually (laughs) talked about uh, how we we should uh, inject ourselves with disinfectant, like uh, hand sanitizer or something, Mm -hmm. some ridiculous things like that well let's not get into it but i mean this is a great move by twitter absolutely and what's amazing about it is that all these new label labels are going to be available in i think 40 different languages and they're going to be appearing on tweets as soon as of today so slide into our dms let us know at pulse 95 radio have you seen these tweets that are being labeled or were you redirected to a health um, what's it called uh, the world health organization's website to get 
very confirmed details about the coronavirus. Now, the warning is going to be applying to uh, the past tweet starting from about two days ago. So Twitter won't directly fact check or call tweets false on the website. However, they will inform you about where you can find all the correct information. Um, the most important part about it and what I think I like the most about what the Twitter's global senior strategist said is that people don't want them to play the role of deciding for them what's true and what's not, but they do want people to play a much stronger role in providing context, which at the end of the day is true on social media. You know, we're all reading whatever we see with uh, the thought in mind that it could be true and it could be false. And I think it's a great reminder to know that, you know, at this day and age that we're currently living in, what our eyes might see may not always be true. 100% Omnia. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you get an email, you see a tweet, whatever it is, whatever you read online, make sure it's 100% from an authenticated website, a trusted source. Don't mm-hmm. just read things and believe it. Please, ladies and gentlemen, I know that we have a lot of aunties and uncles on WhatsApp sending <laughs> random voice notes or sending random pictures about coronavirus and how they're, how some uh, ridiculous statement that they do claim. But re- and, and different cures. Yeah, rumors. Uh, just remember, ladies and gentlemen, only take information from trusted websites, especially if they're government websites. Always read again and again and research before you believe whatever you Mm -hmm. read online. But we're going to be taking a short break, but coming up, we're going to be talking about AR contact lenses and how how they are the holy grail of sci-fi tech and Mojo, which is the company, is making them real. So stay tuned right here only on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Augmented reality. We talk about augmented reality a lot from uh, kind of augmented reality goggles to gadgets. And we always bring you gadgets on the show that are kind of uh, right out of a sci-fi movie. But today we're talking about augmented reality contact lenses and how they're the holy grail of sci-fi technology. Now, every technology does have its trade-offs, but the key to success is making sure that these benefits are so great that the trade-off seems like minor nitpicks by comparison. And that's what we're talking about right now with these contact lenses. Exactly. Now, the digital world has definitely been creeping closer to our faces. Back in the day, a laptop was basically the most personal we got with a computer. And then came the age of smartphones, and a few years later, some of us are actually strapping screens to our heads. But Having screens strapped to our eyeballs is definitely a very new concept. And this is exactly what Mojo lenses are working on. So a Mojo lens is basically a smart contact lens that has a built-in display within it that will give you timely information without interrupting your focus. It's basically all about elevating our vision by providing exactly all the information that we need while letting us look like ourselves. So no one can tell that you're actually wearing those lenses. Now, they're coming with a micro LED display and they're going to be sitting slightly off the surface of our eyes. So that will make sure that they're not actually harming uh, our eyesight. 
Looking at these lenses, they're definitely building an augmented reality platform. These lenses, they're not the soft disposable kind. They're actually quite hard lenses that will have to be used over and over again, which means they'll be sitting wirelessly charging in a bath of disinfectant every single night. These lenses will also have to be replaced annually, but there is no word from the company Mojo yet on how much they will cost. Yes, Omnia, but I do have a little bit of uh, questions, as I always like to question tech. Now, my first question is, essentially, we did read and we did say that it is a little bit harder than the soft, uh, normal contact lenses we do. Yeah. Is it going to be itchy? Is it going to irritate my eyes? Uh, since we're going to be using it over and over again, is it prone to infection? Because... Mm. You know, we're going to be using, we can put it in our eyes by using our thumbs, my, our fingers, and we're going to put in disinfectant. I mean, it does raise that question. True. And also, um, for me, I tried to put contact lenses on before. I could never, ever, ever, ever stick something in my eye. Like, willingly, I could never do that. I've tried <laughs> over and over again. So, uh, this gadget is not for me. But <laughs> another question is now, we always hear about people losing contact mm. lenses in their eyes oh so god that would lose be this contact in your eye i mean if a lot of people actually only they do it they forget they have contact lenses in and they go to sleep and it goes on the back of their eyeball they wake up the next day they can't I find guess, it oops i probably misplaced it and I they put another one on True, but I guess you'll find out whenever it goes out of charge because these lenses will actually show you a display screen uh, just like you would see yeah. in, as we mentioned, sci-fi movies. So if you get a text, let's say from a friend or an update about the weather, uh, you'll basically get like a like basically a virtual projector screen displayed right in front of your eyes telling you about the weather or about that text from your screen. But I think uh, a useful application for it would be uh, having like a digital teleprompter. So let's say you and I were constantly, you know, you're doing the news, I'm looking for stories. And instead of actually looking them up on the World Wide Web, we'll have them become displayed right in front of our eyes. Yes, Omnia, and also just uh, kind of, I just got that thought to myself right now. Now we're going, we're jumping into uh, a virtual reality and augmented reality. So I kind of starting to, I'm starting to get into that sci-fi uh, motive a little bit more. Now, what if uh, in a couple of years, let's say 10 to 20 years, uh, uh, sports will now become uh, who can program the best algorithm on these AR contact lens oh, to kind yes. of know if I if I kick a ball at this speed, at this range or this power, it's going to get into the goal or not. It stops becoming uh, just on physical uh, endurance or strength. Mm -hmm. But now how good can a team uh, kind of code an algorithm for these AR yeah. lens? I mean, there's so there's so many, so many uh, theories and, and, and things and, 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 and thoughts that come in with these mm -hmm. new technologies. And it's crazy, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, 2020, we're talking about AR contact lenses. You told someone about this 20 years ago or even 10 years ago. They think, eh, stop watching too much Star Wars, honey. <laughs> I definitely agree with you. And I think what worries me the most is will we become more or less spammed with our notifications? Because, you know, it's bad enough now that we're constantly checking our phones, but having it pop in front of our eyes, I can't imagine how much of a headache is that going to be. Mm. And Mojo lenses are definitely also working on that uh, eye tracking technology. So they're trying to figure out uh, how the lenses will know exactly what we're looking at and if we want our notifications to be displayed at the moment or not. We're definitely going to keep you up to date 
with all that arises from those mojo lenses. But coming up, we're going to be talking all about online coffee stores. Have you ever wanted to become your very own barista? But the baristas in physical stores are too busy to help you find your perfect type of coffee. Today, we're coming to you with a special platform that will help you do just that. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. All around. What's worth a click and download? I'm pretty sure we've all seen the well-known foamy TikTok coffee. And if the popularity of that type of coffee during self-isolation has taught us anything about how much people love coffee, it's that people really do love their daily cup of joe. And since heading out to the local Starbucks isn't as easy and simple as it once was, you can now have your favorite cup of coffee delivered to your doorstep. I mean, not having it done for you, but have you do it for yourself. Because we're talking about a new digital platform that is becoming the one-stop shop to help all of us learn about the type of coffees, the specialty beans of coffee, and help us place orders uh, right here in the UAE. We're talking about a company called Bean Birds. Yes, Omnia. And now since heading out to the local Starbucks or whatever co- coffee you shop you prefer isn't as easy or simple as it once was, you can now have your favorite coffee delivered to your doorstep. But just as you said, Omnia, not actually, but it does aim to be a one-stop shop to help customers learn about and place orders for specialty beans. Now, this website has been designed to suit the need of someone who doesn't know a thing about coffee. Now, one of the ways it does is is the help of Lena, which is a virtual barista who who asks users questions that include, what do you usually enjoy eating for breakfast? And how do you like to spend your days off? The, Mm -hmm. The Lena does then pair up customers with the flavor profile that best fits their preferences and users can sort through coffee based on country of origin, Post levels, flavor notes, roasters, and price points before adding it to their cart and checking it out. Now, this they do offer delivery across the UAE, and it does take about two to three working days. But the CEO does say the idea for the platform did come to him through his own experience with coffee. And he did say when he first started drinking it, he hated it. But while studying architecture in the U.S., there was a big all-nighter culture. So he did get into coffee drinking. And Omni, I'm going to tell you, 100% with Ahmed, the CEO of this platform, 100% with him. In the beginning, when I started, first started drinking coffee, I'm talking about 17, 18 years old. I was like, ooh, coffee. Uh, I'm good. No thanks. But as I started going to university, had final exams, uh, cramming all night, studying, studying, studying. Coffee has become part of my diet. I cannot go a night or a day without drinking at least three cups of coffee. Absolutely. I mean, whenever Hani and I, you know, we whenever we talk, I always ask you, have you had your coffee yet? Because that is the only way to keep him not, awake. It, it, it sounds so cliche, Omnia, but uh, I mean, I'm, I'm one of those people now. I'm one of those I people. Know. I mean, the, you know, the taste of coffee is definitely not everyone's cup of tea. Ironic, I know. But uh, what's interesting about this is before this platform was launched right here in the UAE, if, you know, any person wanted to purchase coffee beans and do their own coffee at home, they would have to find a coffee shop, go there, 
try the beans by you know drinking a cup and then repeat the process if they don't like it or they might have to try another shop it's definitely very time consuming a lot harder you know it's not like you go into one store and have your coffee picked out for you but again the other difficulty is most of the time baristas don't really have that much time on hand to sit down and tell you about every type of coffee so what bean birds the new digital platform that we're talking about is doing is it's basically partnering with different roasters across the UAE. You know, some of them are like Coffee Planet, Emirati Coffee Roastery, uh, Nightjar Coffee Roaster, Orbis Coffee Roastery, so many more. And all this, all these different local brands have different types of coffees and they're all being available to us in one platform. And, you know, we all know how confusing and complex the world of coffee can be. So to have all of us gain access to that without even leaving our homes during this time is definitely like finding a gold at the end of a rainbow. Um, but slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Let us know, do you did you actually start doing your own coffee at home after you know this quarantine period started? Because I know for a fact I'm starting to enjoy homemade coffee a lot more uh, than the one I would buy from outside. Speaking about doing things at home, we do actually have a competition going around where we do uh, kind of got, kind of ask you guys to do your beard or groom yourselves at home. And if you do a good job, we will actually award you. 1500 dirhams yes indeed it is the 1500 challenge for all your messy haircuts or failed attempts or you know what maybe you just discovered the hairdresser in you whatever it is your attempt make sure you just take a video of yourself cutting your own hair or that of your family and loved ones post it on your instagram account make sure you tag us at pulse95 radio and make sure your account is public so that we can get a chance to see your creations we're gonna be sliding into the dms of the winner this thursday and you need to make sure that you are on the lookout for us but you can you can participate in this competition as many times as you want so get your scissors ready and you know what you might just be the lucky winner of 1500 dirhams future talk is coming to an end but we will be returning same time tomorrow from 2 to 3 p.m until then hani and i want to wish you a wonderful iftar or hope that you are all staying safe quarantining at home and only going out whenever it is necessary have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow this is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.